Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Parents, when you visit California, childhood rules. If you don't remember how awesome childhood is, just ask yourself. What would kids do? Dance to a giant organ played by ocean waves? Yep. Camp in floating tree houses hundreds of feet off the ground? Check. Jump in a big tub of mud on purpose? Call it rejuvenation. We don't care. Just pack your fun pants and let childhood rule your family vacation. Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. probably know that building and maintaining great credit is essential to your financial life. It allows you to save money by borrowing at competitive interest rates and paying less interest on credit cards and loans. Additionally, having good credit improves your finances in some surprising ways, such as paying less for auto and home insurance in most states, getting approved for a lease, impressing potential employers who review credit, paying low or no security deposits for utilities and cell phones, and getting money-saving promotional offers. Unfortunately, many credit mistakes and misunderstandings end up costing you. This show will cover seven that hurt your wallet instead of helping it. Hey, everyone. My name is Laura Adams, and I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I'm an award-winning personal finance author and have hosted the Money Girl podcast since 2008. I also partner with select brands for PR and marketing work, like being an on-camera spokesperson, consumer advocate, voiceover talent, and multimedia creator. Here on Money Girl, the mission is very simple. It's to help you get the knowledge and motivation to prioritize your finances, build wealth, and have more security and less stress. Every episode is a mini money training designed to help you take your financial life to the next level. I might answer a listener's question, talk about something going on in the financial news, or interview a guest who's a subject matter expert. So if you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe so you automatically get each weekly episode. And thank you if you're already a longtime listener or a subscriber. If you're enjoying the show or you've got a personal finance or even a small business question, you can leave a message 24-7 on our voicemail line. Just call 302-364-0308. And of course, you're also free to shoot me an email using my contact page at lauradadams.com. All right, today's episode is number 737, called Seven Credit Mistakes That Could Cost You. It was inspired by Jeff L., who says, I've decided to leave my bank of some 44 years. What's the best way to transition to a new bank without causing damage to my credit? Thank you for your question, Jeff. As we cover various credit mistakes in the show, I'll discuss what you need to know about closing a bank account. In fact, let's start there. So credit mistake number one is not switching to a better bank. 
Jeff, many people are just like you. They're wondering whether they should move to a different bank. And I want to put your mind at ease because closing a bank checking or savings account doesn't have any direct effect on your credit. Banks and credit unions don't report your account information to the nationwide credit bureaus, and they are Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Now, while there is personal information in your credit reports, it's limited to your name, current and previous addresses, social security number, birth date, and public information, like a bankruptcy or even a lien uh, filed against you. So your credit files never include your banking information, nor do they include your income, your gender, race, marital status, religion, political party, education level, or any of those types of demographics. In fact, federal law prohibits those demographic factors from getting factored into your credit scores. Your credit reports only show data from your credit accounts. So that's why using a debit card linked to your checking or your savings account never helps you build credit. So only credit accounts like loans, credit cards, and other revolving lines of credit. However, let's say you left a bank with a negative balance in your checking account. You kind of just, you know, maybe overdrafted and then you quickly close the account and, you know, just try to get away with that. They would likely send that to a collection agency, which could report your outstanding debt to the credit bureaus. And that would, of course, negatively impact your credit. Also note that having multiple overdrafts on a bank account may get reported to check systems. That's a banking account system, kind of like the credit reporting system. And that would make it challenging for you to open an account with a new bank. But again, that check system information never shows up on your credit reports. So Jeff, if you have found a better bank, that's fantastic. Don't be hesitant to change. An excellent way to ensure a smooth transition is to switch your deposits and your payments to the new account while you leave some money in the old account for at least a few weeks. Once you're sure that you've made all the necessary changes, you can confidently close the old account. All right, Jeff, I hope that helps. The second common credit mistake I see all the time is closing a credit card. Closing a credit card or paying off a loan does not make it disappear from your credit reports. Information for an account that's got some negative information, like some late payments or even one late payment, that stays on your credit report for seven years. Now, if the account shows only positive data, like having only on-time payments, it actually stays in your credit file longer. It stays there for 10 years, giving you a lot of great benefits. So closing a credit card that you've had for several years or even one that's got a high credit limit definitely hurts your credit because it increases your credit utilization ratio. That's a significant scoring factor. It's calculated by dividing your outstanding balance on each of your revolving accounts by your available credit limits. And so it's calculated on each individual account and it's also calculated on the aggregate of all of your revolving accounts. Uh, And again, those include credit cards and any lines of credit you may have. 
So instead of canceling a card, I always recommend that you keep it open and use it strategically, like just making small purchases a few times a year that you pay off in full. That will keep the card active, and then you get the benefit of having more rather than less available credit, which is going to boost your credit scores. Credit mistake number three is believing you must carry credit card debt. While it's true that you must have credit accounts and use them to build credit, you never need to carry credit card debt to improve your credit. So don't think, oh, I've got to carry debt from month to month or, you know, else I won't be building credit. That's not true. Using cards and paying them off every single month is a wise strategy for avoiding interest charges and building credit at the same time. If you do need to carry a balance from month to month, you can also build a positive credit history just by setting the minimum payment on time every month. That's enough to show that you are responsible. Just be sure that you're using the lowest interest card possible to reduce your monthly interest charge if you do need to carry a balance from month to month. So go ahead and use a credit card or two just make sure you pay it off monthly. And if you want to learn more, I did a podcast, which is number 660, called How Many Credit Cards Should You Have for Good Credit? Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. If you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams. Now celebrating 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams is the originator of everyone's favorite luxe home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort, as its ultra soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are each made with premium materials. Get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code PODCAST15. All right, the fourth error is relying on a spouse's credit. Your credit history and scores never merge with someone else's, even if you're married. That's why building your own credit as an individual is essential. Also note that if you have a spouse with bad credit, that could affect your ability to get a joint loan or credit card or mortgage, but it doesn't hurt your credit file. Credit mistake number five is not checking your credit reports periodically. Many people are skittish about pulling their own credit reports because they mistakenly believe that it's going to hurt their scores. 
So let me put your mind at ease about this one as well. Checking your own credit report does not negatively affect your credit. It's actually called a soft inquiry, and that means it never counts against you no matter how often you request it. But if you have a hard inquiry on your report, those are made by lenders or credit card companies after you apply for a new account, those hard inquiries do count against you. They do ding your scores, you know, for a short period of time. Um, So you only want to apply for new credit accounts when you genuinely need them. And even so, space out those applications over time, such as, you know, no more than one every six months. The bottom line is that you should not be shy about reviewing or downloading your credit reports. Regularly checking them is the best way to catch any fraudulent activity and ensure that you never become the victim of identity theft. The sixth credit mistake is shopping for a loan too slowly. As I mentioned, applying for new credit results in a hard inquiry on your credit reports, which does temporarily ding your credit scores. And the reason that happens is because that's a signal that you may be taking on a new debt, representing a potential risk for creditors and merchants. However, most credit scoring models are sophisticated enough to recognize when you're just comparing the best rates, you're looking at a couple of maybe different auto loans, mortgages, or any type of loan that you're shopping. You know, you typically want to get at least two or three quotes. They are going to pull your credit in order to give you a firm offer. So what's really neat is that credit scores will ignore multiple inquiries or count them as just one inquiry when they occur within a short period of time, such as like two or three weeks, and it's the same type of product, you know, either a personal loan that you're shopping, a mortgage, you know, that sort of thing. So don't hesitate to shop around for the best loan products with low rates and overall good terms. You just want to compare those offers quickly so you don't risk getting more than one hard inquiry on your credit reports. All right, our last credit mistake, number seven, is believing all payments help your credit. Bills you pay to small companies or individuals, maybe like for lawn care, pest control, or rent, typically do not appear on your credit reports. That's because credit bureaus have very strict requirements for who can report consumer information to them. And in many cases, it's just not feasible or affordable for small businesses. So if a merchant does not report payment information to the credit bureaus about you, your payment history with that company can't affect your credit. However, if you don't pay a company and they turn your account over to a collection agency, which is typically what happens, in that case, the collection agency typically reports your delinquency to the credit bureaus. I hope this show has helped you understand some primary factors that do and don't affect your credit. And thanks again to Jeff for sending in this question. And before we go, I want to invite you to connect with me on Twitter at Laura Adams or Instagram, which is Laura D. Adams. And my website is lauradadams.com. And that's where you can find my contact page and learn more about my work, books, and money courses. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg, 
with editing by Adam Cecil. Our advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Brendan Pika. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.